0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Loud and Opinionated. Uh, I am your host, Russ, obviously. Uh, Russell, what's what's going on, guys? Um, You know, it wouldn't be a sports, it wouldn't be a podcast, uh, especially it wouldn't be one of my podcasts uh, if right off the bat we didn't talk about the, um, the events of last night. And um, you know, for me personally, um I didn't I didn't have a stake in the game. I was just watching because I knew it was gonna be two teams that were gonna be really good. Um the Bills and uh the Bengals fighting for um playoff supremacy. Um and You know, I'm trying to figure out where to put this. Hang on. Oh, there we go. Um, And, you know, it was really one of those things that I had on the small TV for a little bit. And if you know me, you know I watch wrestling. Um, Wrestling got boring, so I put it on the big TV. And um, I walked away uh, to get dinner or something like that and maybe it was to put my bowl mm-hmm. in the kitchen, yeah. and I came back, and they were tending to him on the field, and I saw the replay. Um, at first glance, when I saw the replay, to me, it looked like... I went back and watched it in real time, and I, to me, at first glance, when I watched it, um, I thought he flopped. Like I thought, it was one of those like plays where you see some of the linemen sometimes, where they throw their hands up in the air and they, they you know try to get a penalty. And then I fast-forwarded and saw the severity of everything, and it and it just it got it got real. Um, you started to see the reaction of the players on the sidelines. Um, you started to see his teammates with tears in their eyes, and. It got, it got serious. Excuse me. Hang on. Water. Needed. Um, so for those that don't know, uh, DeMar Hamlin, who is uh plays for the Buffalo Bills, uh, 24 years old, second year out of pit, um, drafted in the sixth round was a, uh, making a routine tackle. Uh he tackled T Higgins. T Higgins loaded his shoulder, hitting him square in the chest. Um to most everybody it looked like a routine play. Um to to everybody it looked like a routine play. I don't think to anybody I don't think to anybody different that it did it not look like a routine tackle. Excuse me. Um But then it got serious. Uh, The um, paramedics hit the field. Um, DeMar was unresponsive. Obviously, they diminished CPR. Uh, They were giving him oxygen, from what I've read. And he was down, from what I've seen, from what the few reports I've seen, um, nine minutes. And... It was scary. It was very scary, um, to to sit and watch that. Um, it it was it was it was a shock for one, uh, because in my lifetime, I have never seen anything like that. If y'all hear clicking, it's me trying to find something better than what I was watching. Um, there's not much sports on today. And if there is, they're talking about this, so um, I'll talk about it myself. Um, And, you know, it was one of those things where the, and I've heard it all day, um, and I've read it all day, and you heard it last night from, uh, boy, forgive me, um, Ryan Clark. Um, there's about a minute thirty-four second clip running around on you on uh, on Twitter uh, that Ryan Clark Ryan Clark shared, and uh, it was very very telling and touching. There we go. My desk was coming apart for some reason. Probably moved it too many times. Um, it, was, uh, it was it was it was. To me, the, the saddest and scariest thing I've seen in a sporting event uh, since, uh, since Owen Hart. And, well, some people will say, well, you know, when Owen happened, were you even old enough to remember that? Well, yeah, I was old enough to remember that, guys. Um, Owen Hart passed away in, excuse me, in 1999. I was, uh, 13, 14, uh, somewhere around there. And at the time, at the time, you know, as a 13, 14 year old, I don't remember what I was. I could do the math, but I don't really want to do the math. Um, at the time, you know, you, you don't really think about the severity of what was going on. Um, and at the time in 1999 there was not social media there was not twitter there was not um facebook or instagram or you know any of these media platforms any of these social media platforms that you can run to and see what's going on um and you know uh speaking with chris barnett last night during the whole thing he was you know he even compared it to the dale earnhardt thing and i even said you know but these things would be, these things now, or those things now, would be totally different now in the day of social media, because oh, sorry, because of you know the world we live in, and like I said, it was to me the saddest and scariest thing since then. Um, you know, there was no no need at all to continue that game, and you know, I want to say a good. I want to say good job by by the NFL and by the coaching staffs of both teams, by the head coaches of both teams. Um, That game didn't need to be played. Um, As of right now, we don't know when that game will be finished. And if you want the honest truth, who cares? Um, I don't think it's fair to that young man that is lying in a hospital bed right now uh, currently fighting for his life, um, but good call in the NFL to say you know what we can figure this out another day, because um, you know back then the Dale Earnhardt thing Chris had to remind me happened on the last lap. Um, Owen Hart happened in the middle of a pay per view, <laughs> and there's there was a lot of people that you know kind of were up in arms about that, and you know to this day the older and older I got, the more. I'm, more I realize the severity of the situation, um, you realize that that event should have stopped Um, because a man just died in your ring and Vince McMahon said the show must go on. Um, I don't really think that, you know, I don't think that those guys on that field could have had any mind to continue that game. I don't think I would have. And I don't think anybody else would have either. Um, And, you know, 99.9% of Twitter uh, was prayers, whether it was um, reporters, players, former players, former coaches, um, anchors for ESPN, anchors for other things. Um, It did give me a chance to... um, unfollow some people because they tried to make it political um and you know they wanted to you know bring in the vaccine thing and you know regardless of your political views or political statements whatever you want to make I don't give a shit what you think about it right then there's a man fighting for his life on the football field and you want to make it political I have one thing to say to you and that's fuck you you can and the horse you rode in on, and the horse you're going to ride out on. Um, You deserve a nice swift kick in the head, um, whether you're male or female. I don't give a shit. You deserve a nice, hard, swift kick in the head with a pair of steel toe boots. You know, right between the eyes, you know? um, Make it real nice for you. Um, And somebody else that deserves a real nice, swift kick in the head was Skip Bayless. Um, People that are familiar with this man know who he is and they know what he's all about Um, I really feel like sometimes 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 he's a he says shit to say it just to say it but Skip tweeted last night no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game but how? This is a, this late in season this is late in the season a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome which seems which suddenly seems irrelevant to most people and even myself now I see what he's saying but the timing of that tweet was dumb as it possibly could have been and this man went on TV and Faked the most outrageous apology that I've ever seen in my entire life. It was so fake. It was so phony. It was so uh, sniffly and breathy and just makes you want to just strangle that man when you see him in the streets. And it makes you realize that he. He doesn't think before he tweets. And when a man is fighting for his life, people on this thing that, that commented were, I mean, Isaiah Thomas, Darrell Rivas, Kendrick Perkins, um, other people in sports media, other people in professional sports. Um, and I don't get it. I don't get why he would say what he said um today he made that breathy fake apology shannon sharp apparently didn't show up um i haven't heard if it was a scheduled time off or if shannon sharp just basically said fuck you i'm done with you um we'll see um but there was a lot of people that were on twitter that were like you know there's something severely wrong with you to actually tweet this instead of just sending your condolences, sending your thoughts, sending your prayers, whatever you believe in. And it was just, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I tweeted something about to FS1 about, you know, how are you going to let this guy go in the air? And he made his comment of, my bosses said that they read your your. Text out of context, da da da, 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 da 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 And you know, in a world of cancel culture, why hasn't he been canceled? And so my the question. Because if this would have been something else, the media would have been all over this man. From top to bottom, they would have, they would have crucified this man, and I haven't really seen much of it, and it kind of makes you sad. Sorry, I was reading something. Um, probably not the best way to do it, but anyway, um... But from loud and opinionated, and I'm sure from anybody in the YFB network, we do send our deepest and uh, heartfelt thoughts and prayers with DeMar, Ham- DeMar Hamlin, um, the Buffalo Bills organization, and the, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals organization because they were a part of that game last night. Um, because, you know, that's that's hard to do. Um, and I think, you know, with that with that being said, too, you know you do have week 18 coming up in the NFL and i really think even the next even the next snap in the NFL is going to be hard um you know these guys put their these guys put their bodies on the line every every sunday every sunday, monday and thursday and then sometimes on saturdays um and Everybody's always said, you know, most of these hits are like car wrecks and they do it every week. You know, the next NFL snap that's going to be taken on Saturday, um, because you have some Saturday week 18 games is going to be rough. Um, I'm not for sure who the, uh, uh, I can stall, but I'm not for sure who the first game is on Saturday. Excuse me. Um, I know we have football on Saturday. I just can't remember who the first game is. Um, there's only two games on Saturday. Um, that would be week eighteen. That would be the Chiefs and the Raiders. Uh, both both games on Saturday are AFC teams. I'm not for sure if the Chiefs have played the Bengals or the or Buffalo. I'd have yeah, they just, they've played Buffalo. Um, they played Buffalo a while back. So they've, they've been around that team. They know that team. So it's, you know, the Raiders obviously are in the, uh, in the AFC. I don't think they've played either the Bengals or the Bills, but, um, the next, the next snap in the NFL is going to be hard, um. Especially, you know, not knowing the outcome of this young man's life, um, it's it's hard to do. Uh, the The Bengals are supposed to play the Ravens on Saturday on Sunday. Will that game even happen? Um, will you know? The Bills are supposed to play the uh, Patriots on Sunday. Will that game even happen? So you know, there's some other games that you know are up in question. Um, but you know, the next the next snap in the NFL is going to be hard and you know it's it's tough because as being somebody who loves in the NFL like i do um loves football like i do uh loves sports like i do which everybody that listens to this show knows um it's hard to even kind of talk about things but we'll we'll try to talk about some of these um, little different things that we got going on coming up this weekend um you did have the Eagles lose to the Saints on, uh, on Sunday. And with my little heart, I love that. Um, that gives the Cowboys a chance uh, to win the division. Um, they got to beat Washington. New York's got to beat uh, the Eagles on Sunday. But there's still a chance. Um, you win the division, that's great. The next question you have for your team is, who do they play? Um, well, I think that depends on a San Francisco loss as well. Uh, if San Francisco wins, then I think they're the one seed. Cowboys would be the two seed. Then you may get into, get into either playing Green Bay, Seattle, Detroit. Um, right now, I think the way it plays out, the, there's there's a scenario where the Cowboys could play either Green Bay in the first round of the playoffs, Tampa Bay in the first round of the playoffs, Detroit, in the first round of playoffs, Seattle in the first round of the playoffs, or they could get a bye. There's so many outcomes that I think that are there. Um, which one do I want? I'm not really for sure. Um, do I want the bye or, you know, do I want to play Detroit or Seattle? That, that There's so many things that need to happen for those things to happen. Um, you kind of got a little, you, you got a whole lot to work with there. So you, you, it's, it's tough to kind of figure out what could be next uh, for the Cowboys. Um, you just know that you just, you know, as a Cowboy fan, you just want to go, go out there and see them be safe and win. Um, you, they are playing in Washington. Washington really has nothing to play, play for. They've also got really nobody that really wants to play for them. Um, they don't really know what the heck they're doing at quarterback. Um, but it it still is a division game and it's a, it's a rivalry game. Um, so, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of if, ends or buts about that. Um. Other than that, in the NFL, I mean, you know, the big story being Demar Hamill, Hamlin, excuse me, I keep saying Hamill, Hamlin, Um, and that's you know that's going to be the main focus, you know, for the remainder of the week going into Sunday. Um, It's going to be tough for some of these guys, um, especially that knew that and that knew him, that played with him at Pitt, um, that played against him, that you know, um, Mike. Mike Tomlin from Pittsburgh, um, apparently Pitt and the Steelers sometimes would share the facilities or share common ground, something. And Mike Tomlin said that he knew DeMar since he was 12. Um, And that's got to be tough for him. So, you know, there's a lot of these guys that are affected by this, and it's pretty sad. Um, But uh, in uh, other football news, you do have – you did – excuse me. <clears throat> Damn! Sorry. Fruit punch, red dye 40. Don't. And I'll save that for another episode. But my wife told me about red dye 40. Don't ever Google what's in red dye 40. Everything has red dye 40 in it. Gummy bears, fruit punch, wine punch. Every anything that's red has red dye 40 in it. You wouldn't believe it. It's in everything. Um. And apparently, it's terrible for you. And I didn't know that. I'm almost four years old and I'm just now learning about Red Die 40 or Red 40 Die. I don't know how the hell you say it. Anyway, um, you did have some bowl games um, this past couple of days, past couple of weekends. Um, you, man, Saturday was um, was some hella games. The TCU Horn Frogs of Fort Worth, Texas. Started out wamping the ass of Michigan. Michigan came back, made it close, and TCU ended up winning. TCU will play in its first national championship since I think 1934. I think this will be the first time in FBS history that they'll uh, in the college football playoff that they will make it there, um, which is awesome. Uh, but then you had man those two the two games leading into that were just insane. Um, Ohio State and Georgia was a complete barn burner. Um, unfortunately, for, <laughs> unfortunately for the young man from Ohio State, um, he had just made a 48-yard field goal, and he was set up for a game, basically a game-winning field goal. Um, seconds left on the clock, 50 yards, and the young man pushed it hard, and it was bad. It was probably one of the worst kicks um, that I've seen in a while. Um, that was a game-deciding kick. It was it was heartbreaking to watch for that young man. But with that being said, um, next Monday, for the first time in a long time, I will be watching the College Football Championship. Because the TCU Horned Frogs will play the Bulldogs of Georgia, which is a one versus three matchup, and I tell you, Kirby Smart even said after the game, "If we had to play, if we had to play tomorrow or in two days, we would not be ready for TCU," and that says something right there about Sonny Dykes and the TCU program. Um, so. Big ups to them. I uh, salute you. Take Texas and make us proud. Um, And, you know, the state of Texas will be wearing purple on Monday. That's for sure. Uh, We will all be cheering on you guys. In other bowl games, Tulane and USC was a barn burner yesterday before the Monday night games. Um, I saw some friends that I have on Facebook that went to that game. Um, They were USC USC fans. Excuse me. Um, and I feel bad for them. But they got to go see a hell of a game. Not kidding. Um, Tulane ended up coming back and winning that game for the first first time they led with, I want to say less than two minutes left in the game. And it was um, the Cotton Bowl in Jerry World, obviously. And so it was insane. Um, And then Mississippi State, Wins for the Pirate Mike Leach, um, in the Relia Care or whatever it was bowl. It was in Tampa Bay, which made it even more cool because at Tampa Bay's, uh, at the Buccaneers Stadium, obviously they have a pirate ship, which made it even it made it more cool. Just because you know Mike Leach was, um, his I guess they I guess his nickname was the Pirate. Um, he was constantly asking about pirates. Um, come to find out he was related to a Pirate. So uh, it was really neat to see um, Mississippi State win that game. And, uh, you know, you saw the emotion in the uh, in the face of the players. Um, other bowl games that were yesterday, Penn State and Utah uh, and the Rose Bowl, it was kind of one-sided. Penn State pretty much led the whole game. Uh, LSU play Purdue, and LSU, Molly walked them 63-7. Um, a lot of one-sidedness on that one. Um, Alabama beat Kansas State, which wasn't a surprise. Iowa beat Kentucky, which kind of was um, Big ones that were that were really good. Pitt and UCLA was a great game, 37-35. I watched a little bit of that one. The Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Um, and then Clemson and, T- or Clemson and T- Tennessee, um, which was the Capital One Orange Bowl. And I talked about this with somebody else. It makes me sad that they didn't let both teams wear orange. And I mean all orange. Orange pants, orange jerseys. Orange helmets with their logos. Because first of all, both teams have different color orange on their uniforms. And it was like, what the heck, guys? Well, NCAA, you could have got this right. Um, so, bowl games are all, almost all done. Uh, your next one is, uh, TCU in Georgia. Right now, Georgia, oh my goodness. Right now, Georgia is a 12 and a half point favorite. Um, oh my goodness. My, my, my. Um, uh, other than that, um, like I said, um, as a uh, as a member of the YFB network, I do extend my um, thoughts, my prayers, uh, my continued thoughts, my continued prayers with the Buffalo Bills organization, Demar Hamlin and his family, um, and you know, I just, it's hard, to, it's hard to see. Um, and you, you, you hope for nothing but the best for that young man. Um, and can, like I said, continued thoughts, continued prayers for him. And we hope that everything works out uh, on the up and up for him. Um, on a lighter note, uh, hopefully soon, uh, there will be a announcement made, uh, uh, regarding myself and Mr. Barnett from the burnout um don't want to say anything just yet but uh, we're working on something special and hopefully um maybe by february um we can we can make that probably soon we're going to make that announcement not not by february anyway uh, maybe I'll have him on and we'll talk about that soon but um until then ladies and gentlemen uh, continue to pray and think about Mr. Uh, Hamlin in the Cincinnati hospital, 24 year old involved in the completely, um, scariest collision and incident that's ever happened on the NFL field that I can re- ever recall. And hopefully, um, will be the only one that I see. Um, sorry, I'm talking about that again. Anyway, every, you know, all the time I try to close up and I always start rambling again. This time we're going to close up. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank you for giving me 30 minutes out of your day to listen to my podcast about me talk about sports and me talk about, you know, random stuff like Red Die 40. Continue to listen to all the fantastic members of the YFB network um, and broaden your your, um, horizons and listen to everybody else, too. Um, But until next time, uh, take care of yourself and each other. And uh, Mr. Kenny Bryce Play us out
1: It's 3 a.m And I know you better now Than I ever did I can see how it all turned around Anything I ever said And you know the right things to say